There's a picture of it. It has I I typed I, I typed I carved out the pie crust into into the Wu Tang single symbol and Wu Tang on the top, and then that mm. ended up being um the idea for a show called Halfway Cooks that I made for a little bit on YouTube. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, must find. <laughs> Have we not been recording this whole time? This has been just littered with like. Let's head over to Litwish. Hello, Twish. Let's We're live. Thank you. That is the flavor of the podcast, is it mm-hmm. not? <laughs> <laughs> well, Hi. Hi, I'll I'll go first. Hi, my name is Darian, uh, Legendarian on all socials. Uh, I am co-host and content creator uh, for Food for Worms, um, a podcast based out of Minnesota and Brooklyn, New York. And hi, Sam. Hi, my name is Sam. And I am the co-host of Darian, and um, and I edit the thing, and we talk about um, weird stuff. And um, thanks for wow. having us. Uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> amazing. There you go. Schmegula. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so I've been off. Um, I'll try to make it as quick as possible. I've been I've been off for the past like two months. My son was born at the beginning of the year. Uh, his name is Wilder, beautiful little baby boy. But it was my first week back at my day job, so it was kind of um, hectic, more so in my brain than in actual like real life, because I was just like damn, I got to go back to normal life now and not be able to sit at home and watch TMNT and Toy Story with my daughter all day. So it was it was very much um, like a reality check of just like getting back into normal life. But um, it felt good once I was out there. I'm, I'm a mail carrier, so I'm walking, you know, 10, 15 miles a day. So it was like good to get out and get some exercise. So that's like the, I always have to find the positive side. So that was the silver lining of being back at work. But Darian heard all about all my anxieties prior going in um, uh, in this past week of food for work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was <laughs> yeah, on Sunday going back to work, but overall, great. <laughs> yeah he's like, like, like have you turned into a cave bat possibly <laughs> uh, yes uh, the, the week was all right i um i was no, no this was he's like oh 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 no 
the week was all right uh it was filled with work and i had um i've been coming off this uh very recent run of just like back to back to back shows um i'm a tour manager by day um but i'm the guy at the computer tour manager and that i just will do all the advancing so it's like i deal with every small detail and then i'm like here artists go with god you're gonna do great send me the receipts and stuff like that and it's been every weekend for the past couple of weeks it's been kind of like like i'm like saturday i'm like like y'all make it y'all make it and um and now the shows are getting now the shows are coming back it's been a lot of um it's just been a lot so dealing with that um i've been making a point to clean up my space and reorganize it like i did all my vinyl up on my walls yesterday so i'm like hey that's cool and yeah, uh, also been playing Horizon Zero Dawn, but like to the point that my eyes are bleeding or just, you know, healthy, healthy, crying a little bit, healthy, healthy yeah. things that I crying, do. But it's, crying a little bit, crying a little bit. It's mostly from the beautiful story, but then also from not having blue blocker glasses. So we'll figure it out whenever that comes back to haunt me. So that's how my week is going. Sorry. <laughs> you remind me, I keep mine nearby because sometimes. The contrast. Right? Stay healthy. Get your blue blockers. I know. <laughs> I'm going to. So. Eat your carrots. I, I eat tons of carrots. In sentence. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how 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 was your week? How's everyone else's week? Oh my god. Um, in the magical, fantastical land that is Kylie Too Smart World, um, I was blessed with a visit from my brother from Hawaii, mm. and um, we got to go see Buddy Guy, who, um, due to COVID, like his performance had been put off for a year. So, mm. like this concert has been like in the making for a long time. Finally, got to go see it. It was incredible um the man still has wild energy for somebody his age i'm so and, jealous <laughs> oh <laughs> it was the golden state theater in monterey is a beautiful space as well mm. um and um it was just mind blown you know mm. you don't really see too many blues guitarists at his caliber anymore just because they literally are a dying breed you know they're yeah. in their 80s and they're still touring and performing and um yeah. storytelling mm -hmm. the history lessons that this man gave uh mm. i was just so blessed um and then <laughs> the next night i got to see taj mahal so mm. Um, nice. I'm living my best life. <laughs> Another incredible American uh, blues musician. Another piece of history. Also, like in his 80s, um, just killing it. And um, more history upon history upon history on that stage. Um, and then I got to record with my brother, who's a musician. Um, and it was like the first time that we've recorded music together um, on an album in forever. And it's the first time that I've recorded real music and tracks in like over 10 years, because mostly I've been doing like poetry and the podcast. So that was incredible. And also why my voice sounds all hoarse, um, because we were like up until three in the morning, just, you know what I mean? You get in the groove yeah. and it's yeah. just, oh. You look over like, what time is it? It's like, I what? time is it we must go uh yes so that was that was my week my week's been phenomenal it's been a lot of traveling and wrangling musicians and mm. just having a good time yeah cat wrangling 
I'd call um, yes. Yeah. And they're always hungry, like, and nobody yeah. wants to eat the same things. And yeah. they're like, one person must have In and Out. The other person, like, really needs Mexican food. The other mm-hmm. person, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's yeah. got, because they're from Hawaii. So it's like, when you get here, it's like, yeah. you got to have the things that are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's no spam. There's no spam in this. No. <laughs> right he's like in and out we got off the plane and he's like in and out and the line was so long i was like sir we're not we're not getting in and out right now this line is absurd especially out of of lax or san francisco out of bay area right there but he flew into san jose so i was like we're we went to la victoria (laughs) taqueria never then instead and ho yay <laughs> um good so far i feel like uh sunday i don't know this is the week of the kickoff it's been a busy work week so i didn't have a lot of personal stuff going on other than um recording stuff uh so uh i mean a couple of things seeing that interesting dialogue with uh slaughterhouse happened which I'm not sure if yet mm. as a publicity stunt or what, but anyway, that was that saddened me a little bit as a fan, um, mm. and just kind of uh, made me upset. Uh, the clashing of you know just happens to all folks. Ego is so hard to just you know dismount from sometimes. So anyway, but as a fan, that made me really sad. Mm. Um, and then I think just trying to like coordinate and plan. I've been like in my head living in getting ready for Austin, getting ready for uh, Nerdcore days and all of that stuff. So I'm I'm just kind of getting merch together, reloading stuff and reordering crap. And yeah, that's been fun. So that's really all I'm doing. I feel like there's a lot of like, and just recording, I'm trying to, uh, I'm working on a secret album in between my own album, which has been a little bit exhausting so. secret squirrel out yeah hell yeah yes yeah <laughs> so i'm like I'm not- yeah right. hey i yeah. yo i take indians <laughs> very seriously i'm not gonna jinx the information but i'm excited because mm-hmm. well, during uh the vpc competition Darian and Sam, it's this uh, vocalist producer challenge that you get paired with. A vocalist gets paired with a producer. Oh, wow. And I was a producer in the challenge, which is kind of a different role for me. So I kind of had a lot more just kind of learning, I think, during that time of like just churning out. It's like every, uh, it's like six six weeks. And over those six weeks, it's a different challenge, uh, theme challenge. And so the theme was like, we were on this, stranded on this island anyway. Um, I wrote a video game treatment uh, during the process of that because we were we had to do a song, a choose your own adventure song of like mm. whether or not we were like in uh, develop player development or you were like in an end credit scene or you were like in a big boss battle scene, whatever that might be. And so, for a song? Anyway, yeah, that sounds for incredible. A song. Please continue. Yeah. I'm just I'm just like what? <laughs> Nerdcore, pretty <laughs> extraordinary. <Game. laughs> I wind up getting a friend to just shop it for me who was like doing some work or whatever with the cup with Bethesda Softworks and kind of some other companies. And I said, well, can you just shop it and see how well it does? And, and a developer reached out and was like, is interested in the concept. So I'm like, so we have to have them sign an NDA and all of that kind of stuff because we're essentially sharing within the concept. But I'm hoping that they will pick it up. And yeah. if not, just the fact that like anybody was interested is a, is a win for me. Yeah, that's fucking incredible. 
Well, it sounds like just some fun work to work on as well. Like, yes, that's, yeah. that's interesting as all hell. Because I mean, um, you ladies are into like video games and whatnot as well, so it's got to tickle like another side of you besides just music. So that's fucking rad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love I love to see when it's like when things that you're interested in come at you on all sides. You're like, I'm getting warmth from over here and getting some warmth yeah, from over here. Warm. And there's sa- there's sandwiches behind me, but I'm fucking. I'm gonna. This is great. Like, let's fucking go. So, salute. Yes. Salute to you, Prowess. That's Thank so dope. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Splooch it. Splooch it. <laughs> no, it reminded me of Sploosh, and I was totally fine with having that that reference. The old peaches, <laughs> right? um, yeah. jar that they eat under the boat in holes is now it's yeah. Uh, okay, One day DJ. you will carry Madame Zeroni up yeah. the mountain. Yeah, we're out here with DJ yes, Stanley Yelnats. Carry me up. Yes. The <laughs> Shout out Eartha so Kitt in that movie. Exactly. For real. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Digging a hole. Yeah, um, I feel like that's very yeah, much. I so. am assuming that she has passed because she would, yeah. if she was alive, she'd probably be in her mid to late nineties. I, I believe. Yeah, she's she. Probably, she's probably yeah. mid eighties in holes, and that was well over a decade ago. Yeah, she died in two thousand eight. It's been a, it's been some time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get out. Yeah. Before we get off Earth, the kit, uh, the new Batman. And I don't know if this is on the topic, but I, I just want to get highlighted a little bit, just so motherfuckers show some respect. Do it. All right, please. Do cool. All right, yeah. All Go right. There. So, like, the new Batman came out, and then some fucking publication was like, "Yeah, all of our top Catwomen's in history," and Earth, the kit was nowhere to be seen. Sorry, if I I'm sorry, but. She yeah. was nowhere to be seen on this fucking list. And they posted that shit. And I'll share the link later. But it was like, I was like, where's Eartha Kit? Where's Eartha Kit? Where's Eartha Kit? And everybody's like, fucking show some respect. Eartha Kit was a great, bat, great, great, great cat woman back Absolutely. in the fucking 60s. And quintessential. Like, quintessential. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, like a cat and would be yeah. exactly. <laughs> Like she the commitment. Like, yeah. She set the tone. Like maybe it wasn't as like dark of a character, but I mean, I don't know. She was creepy even for the '60s, and how can <laughs> yeah. that show us? Yeah, exactly. She was top villainous. I, I like because I remember watching those episodes as a kid, like because like Nick at night after all the shows are done, they're like cool, and all the old people shows are coming on. And then Batman would come on. I'm gonna be like seeing the episodes with like the white, white cat woman, and then one, and then a, a run of episodes being like. Catwoman's black? Fuck yeah. And then, you know, getting older, learning who Eartha Kitt was. Did they uh, did they have different Catwomen on that show? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so Eartha wasn't the only one. Okay. No, I, I, was, I she was the last one. I think the, the final season, because Julie Newmar was shooting that film. I can't think of the name of the film. McKenna's Gold or McKenna something. Okay. And Julie okay. Newmar had to leave, which is like great in a way for history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was never aware of Eartha, so... <laughs> Well, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
That's a dispute. Oh, yeah, are we only thinking of Michelle Pfeiffer in this? Like, come on! I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can just forget about her and Poison Ivy and just be done with uh, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy was just as bad as Halle Berry as Catwoman. Yeah. There was, there was, there was, there was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, all of our cat women are from the Isles of Caucasus. It's like, no, <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, she's got nine lives and they're all white, ma'am. Isles Gents. of Caucasus. Yeah. I S L E D E Caucasus. Anyway, so <laughs> what a bunch of Caucasus! All right, yeah. that would be that would be cockeye. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, cheers to you. I needed a reason to say cockeye, okay? I'm sorry. Anyway, shout out Eartha Kit. Sorry, you can keep going. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. It was good. Yeah. Said, I did, and it was good. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. No, it. Mm. I love that you call him Cedric Diggory. Diggory yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't have a name, not related to yeah. that character. Hey, hey, chill out over there, Edward Cullen. You're gonna be alright. Right. right? <laughs> At least you got rid of Ben Affleck. <laughs> okay, first off, Ben Affleck did a good job. He's just he was a victim of circumstance and how they did that shit. Um. I feel give it up to everybody, everybody don't you D no not everybody I know I give motherfuckers credit where credit is due I think Ben Affleck was a great Batman I think he was a great Bruce Wayne Good Will Hunting was a great movie it's not the same thing what are you talking about <laughs> but no you're being weird after the I, circumstances huh? <laughs> yes. no like I, I like okay I liked He's it like, for chasing what it Amy was. was great I didn't see chasing Amy was great <laughs> <laughs> and just based off the synopsis that movie sounds weird so it's all <laughs> Brad I mean, so good please yeah um, treat yourself i mean like <laughs> spin. yeah with the, the spin it's like an early they, kevin smith thing they, uh, when they yeah, get keanu all right. that, yeah. then no, we'll really have something to complain about so. yeah oh god right. where I know are we that, gone <laughs> <laughs> we're way off base the, no, they... <laughs> the answer is the joker yes um yes <laughs> but back to batman um I liked it, the new one. It's three hours long, so you got to keep that in mind. So it's like Benjamin Button, Titanic, uh, beloved long. Like, you have to, like, make a fucking a time, take some time out of your day. It's do, It's longer than Dune. And it's like, and it's like you have to just carve out a chunk of your day and know that, like, you're not going to get to do anything else. Or Like, Dark Knight was, like, three hours. It was, yeah, but this is longer still. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, they shove a lot longer into it. Longer still? And like once upon once upon a time in America, I think that movie's like four and a half hours or something like that with Robert De Niro from the eighties or whatever. Longer than the Snyder Cut because I could I it, I took me some breaks through that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was. I think it was longer than no. That was, Snyder Cut was like four hours, right? Yeah. No, okay, it's shorter than the Snyder Cut. It, it is exactly two hours and fifty eight minutes long. I know because okay. I watched that fucking movie. I looked. I was like, I didn't. I didn't know it was three hours when I sat down. I was like, I'm gonna. I snuck out of work for the day. I Glad said it. I did it. I feel nothing, and um, because we're live on Twitch, so I don't know who's watching. Um, 
and I I watched it and it was great. They shoved a lot into it, but it was it, but because it was so long, it didn't feel rushed. There were some bar, there were some parts where like the pacing was a little weird for me, but that's me. Um, I think everybody had time to shine. Um, Colin Farrell as the Penguin is absolutely fucking menacing and a true gangster. And uh, Zoe Kravitz do. Colin Farrell, what? No, I said the the Penguin. Yeah, no, he's a real, he's a gangster. Like I've like, I got like, um, what did I say? He had like a Tony Mon, like a a East Coast Tony Montana fucking, um, Tony Soprano, but yeah, (laughs) Um, and then, and then Cedric Diggory, I think that he did okay. I think he did pretty good all because I think he's a great Batman, which they actually show a lot of more, a lot more Batman than actual Bruce Wayne in it, but it's just like, he's just two years in, he's still angry. He's our age. (laughs) I get like, if I had a billion dollars and access to technology like that, with that kind of trauma. Would you be angry? Like, yeah. (laughs) No, because you see all these other... (laughs) They're awesome. Yeah. yeah, they're a bunch, bunch of bunch of edge lords waiting to run out in the darkness. I but I will say that first the, world problems. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'll get I'll get off it so everybody can talk. But it was like I like that they showed like his inner rage and the way that he was fighting because like he's fighting. You said like oh like fl- like like backhand sidekick. You're like no, he beat these motherfuckers into the ground sometimes, and you're like no, like this is brutal. This is a brutal Batman. Cheers to you. So, in rant. I'm right. Go see it. Give them your money. <laughs> give give them your money. Oh. And your time. <laughs> you really were. You uh, but also, like, why is it so long? Like, do you feel like they could have just broken it up into two movies? A Mm-mm. trilogy, possibly? Like, no, it needed to be one long that could have <laughs> that could have I, taken care of that pa- uh, that pacing issue i feel like it's hard to keep like keep up on your pacing of a film when it's three plus hours long or however yeah. i don't know i will i i think that they, they they put a lot of different genres into the movie so in this case this movie is feels like it's saw mixed with a superhero movie sick mixed with a detective noir noir film and a rom-com and no and then also is there some romance yes but it's mostly like oh i'm batman oh i'm catwoman so it's it's that but it's a lot but the dynamic is cool because you kind of see it from all sides it's like you got a leather kink yeah and 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 kevlar sub this whip oh shit how did jeffrey wright do and um because i mean that's a big banner to pick up for him uh, i thought he did great as well as commissioner gordon um I liked him. Um, I really appreciated that they're di- him and um Batman's dynamic are like they're just like they are. They don't you don't see how they became friends, but they you know that in this film that they fuck with each other and that they trust each other. And there's a moment, there's a few times where like Batman's like no guns, and then James is like, nah, that's your thing, homie. <laughs> and, and like James, like he's running to this thing with Batman side by side, and James is like, yeah, man. I'm gonna shoot a motherfucker. They run up on me. He's like, oh, and then Batman just doesn't bring it up again. He's like, all right, yeah, that's James' thing. James is <laughs> James can shoot a motherfucker. I'm gonna throw just hit him if you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna th- throw a smoke bomb down and then curb stomp this fucking gangster. Um, Jeffrey Wright did wonderful. Wow. Yeah. Go, go see this movie. <laughs> go see the movie. 
It's a and I'm also happy for John Turturro, who I feel like has never gotten his due, who is like yeah. one of the greatest, like, I don't know, actors of our generation. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Alconi needed a proper person. Mm-hmm. And that's a good cast right there. Yeah. No, I um I remember him back in Transformers being like, this guy's a fighting clown. And then and then and then like cause in the very first Transformers, he was like Sector Seven. No, no, no. And then he became more of a clown type of super secret guy. He ends up being rich at one point in them, and then he's like just fighting underneath the robots' balls on the fucking pyramids of Giza. That was weird. Don Futuro? Yeah, but then so but the then, but then what? He's the Jesus. Yeah, he's yeah, yes, he's the Jesus. That, that's just what I think of when I think of John Turturro from yeah. Dave Lebowski or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> like, but like with this film, as 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 Carmine Carmine Falcone, he shows his range. He can be fucking menacing if you give him the right fucking. Like this motherfucker is wearing sunglasses the entire time. I never actually see his fucking eyes. That's how scary he is. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Everybody had a moment to shine, uh, but I will he say the highlight for me was cool. definitely uh, between uh, J- Jeffrey Wright's. Uh, Commissioner Gordon and and um and Robert Pattinson. Uh, Robert Pattinson did great, but Colin Farrell's Penguin oh, absolutely yeah. stole the fucking show for me. You like, got me just, amped. I'm, so. You have sold us, and I'm amped. I'm like, cool. it's on the docket. Yeah, when y'all see it, let's all let's all get on the on the camera and talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I just did question mark question mark. Da 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 da. Oh, nobody else gets that reference. <laughs> Were we live at that point? No, we weren't. But it was oh so good. My God. This is how we do it. <laughs> There, now you're all in on it. Enjoy. <laughs> I, uh, because of this, I wish that I had known Sam back in like '94 or '93 when that song was like really popping off, or all at the birthday parties and the song comes on. We don't know what this. Yeah, is yeah, because we were aware means, of that song. But, but we were aware of that fucking song. I wish that I was in the same room with Sam trying to dance with a bunch of little black kids, and Sam just like doing like mm, this is how this is how we do it too. Hey, I'm actually an all right dancer. I've said many times that like, I don't want to be the DJ at a wedding, but you could hire me to like get the dance party started at your wedding because I don't fucking give a fuck. I don't, I, I, <laughs> I cut a rug, okay? I got I've voted as dancer in, in middle I, school. Sorry, and I love it. I love the energy. Bring that, right? <laughs> get that the party started. I don't know. It offends me when I'm like, dude, they hired this guy to put the music on to get you guys to dance to celebrate their wedding. Like, come out here and dance. Like, what are you doing? And they're like, I don't dance. I'm like, well, fucking sit down then. Jesus. <laughs> no, because then you go on the stage and you do the thing, and then I dance on the dance floor, and it's fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to do the thing. 
flowing. <laughs> Bro, it's kind of funny, like, the number of people have asked Veronica, like, is she high? Like, is she drunk? And she's like, no, she's just weird. Don't worry about her. This, this is the vibe. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a vibe. No, they're just here. <laughs> she lives in a weird <laughs> world. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah no it definitely takes me a, a, a few like I have to really bring that part of myself out like I because me I I will hang out by a wall in the corner just vibing out and chilling talking with folks at a party but I'm not much of a dancer if I want to dance I have to like unlock different levels of my inhibitions be like just walk up to the door within my mind palace put in the key turn it a half dozen times open that door Third Turn up. Yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. And I just hit the button. It's like, cool. You don't have to give a fuck about anything. Just, just go. And then he I have hops, to like. <laughs> he hops out on the dance floor, and then it's just him and the dude sweeping up the floor after. Yeah. <laughs> after the party's done, because it took me too long to get comfortable. Now. <laughs> oh no, I'm just telling you to do it now. I'm trying to party. Like, cool. No, we're going home. Tight. Great. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm one of the. I'm. I would be with Kylie then in that case because I'm one of those like, I I look for the dance party now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a thing. I've always been that way. If there's music, if there's music going on and there's like an area that is designated for dancing, why aren't we dancing? So it's just like, go go cut a rug and and if you think I look weird, then you're the one that's worried about yourself looking weird if you dance. But like, it's a, it's such an awkward, vulnerable place to be to dance and public and it depends on if you're like with what the audience is because if it's dancers right. mm -hmm. whatever like if it's real like you know solid gold dancers or something you're like hold on or <laughs> ballroom you know trained you're like oh hold i my little dances <laughs> that's the case that you pull out like a disco or like a road like a row the boat or something just to make everyone else feel like awkward if it's like people that are way too good at dancing then i'm just like <laughs> I still feel like I need to dance, but I got to make it weird now and, and kind of, yeah. you know. Make I it accessible, just accessible. <laughs> dance a little dance. I, my ex was so good at dancing that it was very quite sad because it was women would come up and say, can I dance with him? They thought I would be like, it's like, please take him, go. Because they're not going to hand him, and they'd always hand him back. I'm like, I told you, like, you cannot keep up with this man. Just hand him back. Y'all don't know what to do. It just was a very funny thing at some point. Like, okay, there's a woman that's going to ask, can you dance? Please take her for a twirl, by all means. Because she's going to be wanting to come give him. Uh, I don't know how you can keep up with this. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> hand him back. Take him for a walk. It's like walking the dog. Take him, take him out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm kind of social media. I'm, I, social. I, I guess I realized that um, someone in our chat, thank you, Kuma. Kuma is a Kuma wonderful, Kuma. wonderful animator um, and storyteller and video game designer. Uh, told me that I've been muted the whole fucking time, but apparently he, really, yeah. But he heard you guys just fine. So this is no. part of my gremlins where I said everything checked out and it did. <laughs> and then once How I hear they, and then once I hit stream, it's like fuck Veronica. We're just not gonna do the thing. So that's okay. We're gonna keep going because now he can hear me and everything's all Gucci. So uh... <laughs> Gucci bags, 
Yes. Nerdy Bear Studios so for the save for the win. And, and you Bear didn't Studios. share what your week was like, V. So maybe you Yeah, can... you didn't. Oh, I share didn't share week. my week. Oh. What has my week been? Um I don't know, man. I'm having these instances where things are flash forwarding from like once Monday hits, I blink and it's Friday. <laughs> so like I don't remember yeah. what happens. Hey, t- temporarily displaced. Music. Yeah. You yeah. performed some music. Did I perform this week? <laughs> Did I? I think you sent some stuff in. For Did sure. I send some stuff in? Oh. I did submit a trombone video, which will be published in the next couple of weeks. And it's just like, tell me about the trombone. Learn about the bass trombone. It's bigger. (laughs) And I did some kind of dorky things to make it fun because it's for the audience of elementary school kids. So they're going to be like, oh, who's this boring lady talking? And then I do a meme. They're like, that was a fucking meme. And that's all I want. (laughs) That's all they want. That is all you need. Trombone. Because I saw some photos online of you of you throwing down on the horn, but you're you do the bass. Yeah, I do bass trombone. Yeah. Okay, I always loved the bass. Um, you know, brass and reed instruments like a bass sax or like bass trombone. Anything that's like bigger, I was I was always I never got into that stuff. Like I was I've always been a percussionist, so I've mm-hmm. always been jealous of anybody that can play a horn. But b- bigger is better in in, uh, in horn instance, I guess. <laughs> Yes, um, it's a specialty. <laughs> it's definitely a specialty because uh, it's it's yeah you're right. It's like that one instrument that's right in between regular trombone and the tuba, and so tuba just gives you this nice like foundation, like grounding, like substance, and like the bass trombone is there. Like I'm gonna decorate some seasoning on that and make it a little bit more like, mm. and then. Uh, the bass trombone kind of acts the same as a tuba for the trombone section. It adds a little bit more beefiness and more foundation and makes you feel mm. more fuzzy. So it's nice. Um, definitely takes a lot of air. <laughs> I'll say that for sure. Um, first learning, I remember being like really dizzy and I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> is this what being high is like? Me not ever doing drugs at the time of learning. So like I just had to. Yeah say like this is what it's like to be high and then ooh, i learned the hard way much later that that's not the same thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah what i was in a ska band for years that had a three-piece uh horn section so i've always been i've i love anything with horns so um but i don't know if you you know the old group streetlight manifesto that's kind of like what started my my whole love especially for bass instruments because they have a bass sax regular sax whatever i don't know what kind of sax and then a bass trombone so that's like their their whole horn section kind of um, got me obsessed years ago, and I kind of felt like I could do it, but we were never that cool. So I remember those shows. Scotlands are great. Not, you were never that cool. You are that cool. You are the cool. You're absolutely that cool. Well, I was just a smelly drummer, so I mean, our horn definitely. <laughs> I, smelly drummer. I, I always said that when we hop on stage, like, yeah, there's a reason I'm on the drums behind the six other players in my band so no one can see how gross i look but i'm having fun back here everybody thanks yeah Yeah. (laughs) we've talked about it before but sam has had the glow up of the century in terms of just just personal development and growth like he's one of my he's one of my best friends but just like watch him going from stinky drummer to stinky post post mail uh uh, um postal worker mail mail carrier carrier, yeah slash dad dad. slash podcaster (laughs) slash musician Slash slash best friend. He's fucking great. Can we well, talk thanks. about how just being a musician, we're just able to be so multifaceted. Like, mm-hmm. we just, <laughs> we're just able to have so many different identities. It's not just our 
music persona, but we can handle being some type of administrator or some type of parent or some type of like, (laughs) you know, whatever other like additional jobs that we have, you know what I mean? So it's like, we're able to like handle these things. And it's like, by the end of the day, it's like, wow, I feel so accomplished. We did that. And then like three months down the line, we're like, why am I so stressed? <laughs> it's like well, let's go way. to multitasking, right? Because <laughs> I'm a, I'm definitely a multitasker, and when you're talking, you know, especially playing music with other people, you kind of have to be aware of what these other people are doing while doing your own thing. And I'm I'm very much like I can work by myself. I'd rather work with other people, but I'm gonna multitask because that's how my ADHD brain works. So I I definitely agree with like the whole being a musician, you can be multifaceted and it kind of just goes into your own, your own uh, life and whatever. I totally can vibe off that. And that's why music education is important, kids. <laughs> you can do multiple things without breaking down. It's great. <laughs> um, Which I'm actually taking drum lessons for the first time in my life. I've, um, I've like watched videos or whatever. I'm a self-taught drummer. I, um, my my older my oldest cousin when I was like seven he passed away sadly and uh, his parents gave me his drum set so I I've, I've been like self taught for like twenty five years or whatever but oh, wow. I'm getting back into it I took like a two three year hiatus because I was grieving a band I was in for like ten years it broke up and mm-hmm. I was just like fuck this I'm not gonna play any music ever again but now I'm taking lessons for the first time kind of refining my musical itch so it's been it's been very therapeutic in this past like nine months or so i've been diving back into it so it's been good i love to hear that yeah i'm i'm inching my way back to doing some trombone lessons after my um my shitty run through college so um, <laughs> i i am with you dude i i'm glad to hear that you're doing that because then you get to learn like a couple of things where you're like oh I did self-teach myself my that, or my I did self-teach myself this skill, and then yeah. you're like, oh, here's a new skill. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, I didn't realize that this was something that was so formally done. Now I realize yeah. that I learned it myself. This is cool. Like, you, it really helps your realignment, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, for sure. It just gives, gives you a different uh, reimagination of... Um, uh, like your instrument in a whole like oh i never even thought that this could be used in this way um like neil neil pert is the the drummer of rush he's now passed away but known as one of the greatest drummers of all time but he 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 they took off from touring and he quit playing drums for a year and then came back to it like he had never played drums and fully changed his drum style to make it like interesting and reimagined it and was just like okay now I play like this. I used to play like this. Like, obviously, he plays all the songs the same way, but he goes about thinking about it in a different way, which I think is good for life, too. Just gives you a different outlook on everything, not just that instrument that you're reteaching yourself or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah no, and I'm not that. saying I'm anywhere near Neil Peart. He's one of the greatest drummers of all time, but I, I just think it's important to kind of like step back and maybe try to reimagine, you know, whether it's an instrument or something else you're trying to maybe process in your life you know it's important (laughs) to give yourself a a break to think yeah i've I've had a conversation with some vocalists about that where they talk about like they were they they had the natural talent of singing and some people that took it they took they take it very far without actually ever having any real any lessons and then when they actually do go back to like a vocal vocalist master and then they they are they're forced to start over they're able to like to to refine their their gift that they already have 
mm-hmm. and then be able to like and learn all those new le- learn all the the learn and unlearn and then again refine into into something that is yours after you've had the the training and then you've brought in your natural talent and things you've taught yourself and then once it comes together you're kind of like even like you said you know perk I can't imagine like being that fucking good and be like, then fuck off for a year, come back. Right. <laughs> and the just dude be that like, has yeah. like a 40 piece drum set that like, yeah. it's like, this guy has shit that is like, nobody else has this stuff. Yeah. Like it's a, it's yeah. a, it's got like a warehouse with his drum yeah. set, you know, like. He's, he's like, th- things I've never used, but I know it's there. <laughs> it's crazy to think of him minimizing it because his stuff is so complex. So, mm-hmm. you know. Who is it? Um, I remember, and this is uh, this is an aside. I apologize, but I remember. Uh, I know who Rush was, but I didn't know who Neil Peart was until he made a. Uh, a he was on on Trailer Park Boys at one point. <laughs> he came yeah, on as a guest. Park Boys, and they make their way into their concert. <laughs> yeah, but it was just like I was like I knew who Rush was, but I didn't know that they were. I didn't know they were Canadian. So then I was like, and all of a sudden, after he was on the episode, I was like, I was like, now I know who the fuck Neil Peart is, and. <laughs> And then I was actually one because of that. I follow. I listened more of the music, and then when he passed away, I was like actually bummed. I was like, this dude's fucking incredible. So and he's even cooler because he writes the lyrics to the band that are so yeah. magical and really. Um, out of, yeah, he's Aww. he writes the lyrics, and that. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry to go off on a tangent, but they were <laughs> rush, 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 rush. Hall of Fame. But David Grohl said, "When did Rush become cool?" And why did they let the drummer write the lyrics? And, you know, like, wow. He's a huge fan. He had to like rag on them before he was like, and I welcome them to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. But their, their lyrics are like out of, out of this world, like talking about mythical fucking creatures, yeah. castles. I always love that stuff. about them. That's kind of their, I feel like it's like silk kind of a little yeah. bit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were definitely the like the Lord of the Rings mystical van yeah. like yep. <laughs> era of yeah. rock music. Oh, a, yeah. a, a wizard with a with a uh, with an orb smoke bearing <laughs> from behind him. Yes, and they all up. they all hop on stage wearing tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow! Oh, no. Now that we are uh, nerding out over music, uh, mm. let's let's continue with the nerding. Um, we're gonna take it into a weird realm because Please. why not? Let's yeah. go. <laughs> um, so nerdy and dirty today. I wanted to talk about grinders. Have you heard this term? What is it bringing to mind? Um, grinder, grinders. Oh, the gay things. app. Um, the, the app and then not the, the app. <laughs> okay, and then and the grinder for for uh, for your weed. Oh, I love saying? that. That's where your brain has gone. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> grinders is the new slang term for biohackers who use themselves <laughs> as laboratories, right? Um, this is like a combination of tech and body mods. Okay. And I'm here for it. I've discovered a whole new world. I yeah. didn't know that this was like a thing. Mm. Prowess, you were going to say. No, no, I'm listening. I was, I said, I, I was like, oh, say what now? I'm, yeah. Say, say what now? Uh, <laughs> yes. So, Grinders is um, like the next sexual revolution. Um, and they're trying to like supercharge their bodies, cyborg style, to create like new interactive and interesting ways <laughs> of having remote pleasure. Listen, right. I didn't even think you were going to go in this direction, but yeah. here we are. I, <laughs> I am like, I mean, 
I'm yawning, but I'm more like, like that a toy pops out of or something, and then you push the button and it just goes. So it's an engine. artist. Sampavon Cyborg mm. has been implanting, I think he did on his wife, like a small magnet inside of her clitoris that responds to vibrations triggered by like the energy of like a basic house fan um, or like starting a car motor. So it's just like different ways to amplify interactions with mm. your own body but with the outside world which is like you've turned yourself into a tuning fork essentially yeah that's what i was like i was like, I was like what 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 does it sound like i'm kind of like i mean like i'm all for for pleasure but i'm like if i start a fan do i want to have an orgasm <laughs> right um, for like feeling the music it's like you've literally cool. put an amp like in your body when you go to a concert and you like feel the vibrations within yeah. yourself as well um Apparently speakers, like large speakers are enough, produce enough of an electromagnetic field to like affect her chip. Oh, see, you know what? Wild. I, this yeah, is like, very I'm... cyberpunk to me. It yeah. is. In total like, recall that I was just like, oh. Ghost yeah. in the shell kind of, like it's like. Right? It, like I, like, I, I'm supportive. <laughs> I just like I want to I want to be clear and, and this it's not uh it's in there in the butt that's there is a lowercase butt but I'm just kind of like I'm like all right cool if it's about pleasure then fucking go for it I'm just saying like can we just have like I guess before we start going down to our bits can we get like the ability to feel like electromagnetic waves through our fingertips first or can we like uh, let's start with our bits D and then go from there. <laughs> well, okay. it's nerdy and dirty so i'm like yeah, let me get right into right. the bits yeah. right yeah. but um like when i so i found this article um <laughs> and they were talking about how they uh biohackers um or re-engineerers uh were starting <laughs> to create like bionic eyes they've already been um like implanting the rfidc chips under their skin and like turning their like limbs into credit cards or like travel passes. So mm -hmm. like those types of mods already exist. Right. Um, but just like the idea of even like putting a magnet under your skin. Yeah. Just to have like another interesting experience in the world and making like cyborg sex a thing. In this pandemic, like, I really didn't think Honestly, it was like I um, something that would be more prevalent, <laughs> but now that people are like, quarantining right yeah. you're making all your friends online um this is the most safe sex i think any yeah. could ever have like <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I will say that i have i mean i have not purposely given it out yet because i haven't found the, the right person i need to share it with yet but i totally bought like um a lush three and which is can be controlled from anywhere in the world right mm -hmm. it's a remote app or it's bluetooth enabled and so you know, and um, preferably that person knows how to use waves and all that kind of stuff. Because the more that you, it's it very much functions right with like you have like your, it functions like a doll. So it's yeah. great because I was like, oh, as a beat maker, I kind of like using this myself. I don't yeah. think I would relinquish control. <laughs> Lay that track, <laughs> baby. Lay that track. <laughs> Did that high note? Yeah. I tell my friend, I'm like, oh, she has this. I'm like, okay, I'm. Are we recording? Are we are we about to make some beats tonight? Let's go. Oh go mess around with the wrong app right. <laughs> in the studio. 
You know, yeah. it'd be really good if this ends up becoming I like I don't want it to become like okay, whether or not it becomes commercialized at some point, this is where this is the point I'm trying to go towards. If it does, I hope that they use the grinding song from Clips. That would be great. Like that grinding, you know, when they keep with the line. Give Pharrell his money. Give Pusha T this fucking money. Pharrell has his money. Pharrell, for real, Pharrell. Pharrell has all his money. He got all his money from that. No, that's dope. Um, hey, good for them. Um, I've never. I, I, I all I can really be is supportive. I'm like, hey, as long as everybody's on board and is consensual, do whatever you fucking yes. want. I'm yes. just, I'm, I'm just like, I, I guess I just want to be able to like, like put my hand on my side and be like, there's, there's power here. Why? Right. People are like in, implanting mini vibrators. It's a thing. If mm. you guys want to learn more, um, you can go to biohack.me. Um, and then it's a cool forum. Uh, Lovetron 9000 will walk you through everything you want to know. Yeah. Make sure you have your I, VPNs turned on, y'all. It'll be good. <laughs> Right, Nord Nord protection <laughs> is a must. <laughs> the hackers are hacking, not mm. just electronics now. Yeah, so. I, I guess. The, okay, sorry. I know we're moving on. I guess that's all. The, that's also the other part that kind of freaks me out too. Is like, what if somebody gets the, gets your fucking code by accident or unintentionally, yeah. and all, all of a sudden, you're like, no, not all power to them because then it gets weird. <laughs> that, that, that's wrong with it, man. Just if, <laughs> you imagine shorting you out, like. Tickle my funny bone, let them do it. But they get no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it could be it could be interesting. I do think about that sometimes. So, like, what if uh, you know? And and two, what about if you're like, you know, polyamorous? You decide to share this with multiple with multiple people, and then mm-hmm. like you don't even know who's controlling at which time. Like, it's a lot hacking a BBL. BBL. <laughs> <laughs> Nerdy I'm doing what? And you're just like, I love all of you guys, you know? Yeah, it's like, I mean, you're just listening, you're trying to make a sandwich. I was yeah, to like, sandwich. I don't know who this is, but thank yeah. you for I mean, today. Yeah, you're trying to make a sandwich and then just, ah! <laughs> you're welcome. It's the spice of life. What are you, what are you talking about? Appreciate mm-hmm. it. You're, you've been blessed. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Lord, for this, for this orgasm. This is great. Yes, this is great. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they're doing other cool things. It's not all the orgasms Ooh, and chicanery. Yeah, they're like, putting magnets and ear cartilage and turning cool. their yeah. ears into cool headphone things. It's You're like listening to beyond. somebody hits the electromagnetic pulse just as it's like yeah. the climax of the song or something. Like, <laughs> can can or we call this? Your... Sorry, please continue. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was like, can we ready. call this episode "Orgasms and Chicanery"? That's the that's yeah. the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the whole uh, idea is to flip yeah. off nature and just continue uh, improving themselves, however they see fit. Which I'm here for it. <laughs> I am here for it. It's great. Yeah. Give me the bionic uh, eye. My brain is and going I- to a place where it's like. How is this gonna be integrated with VR? <laughs> oh, yes. <God>. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Yeah, with the, with the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Like, God. And then my other part of my brain is going like, what, how will the government get a hold of this? Oh, God. Because oh, imagine well. like your, your punishment is like, like, oh, okay, we get to turn off all your sensories now. It's like, oh, I'm going yeah. to a dark place. Sorry, I'll stop. Like, it wasn't like, uh, uh, was it the foundation, um, which is the show they did on Apple? They have this device in the show where they would, it's like when they, you know, like, you ever see movies where they just black bag somebody and they're kidnapping them or they're dragging them off to a jail or whatever? Their version of a black bag is they throw a thing over your face and then you, all of your senses are gone. You're just dark. It's dark. You can't hear anything. You can't feel anything. So I, I think I was kind of like, that's fucking terrifying. So I'm like, if, if, yeah, that, yeah, we're getting into a darker place. All right. I'm going to. That's okay. Fuck. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Well, it's okay. Sam looks like he's ready to give Darian a hug. It's fine, buddy. Get a oh. hug. Get a hug. Thank you. Thank you. Holy shit! Well, that was yes. that was a shocker this morning. If you're in San Francisco, please go check out the Center for Sex and Culture. Um, Carol Queen is the staff sexologist there, and um, she's like legendary for their sex shop, Good Vibrations, and she has like a whole piece on body mods and displays There's and everything. This? So, this is in San Francisco. Oh. Yes. Oh, Center that's... for Sex oh, and Culture. Like it's not a surprise. <laughs> no. That's the only Welcome way. to San Francisco. Not the reason why I chose my background today. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Look yeah, at you, Miss yeah. Kylie. Too smart. Mm-hmm. Too mm-hmm. smart. We try. We we integrate <laughs> and elevate. <laughs> And laugh at all the goofy things on our plate. Um, so, V, if you'd um, like to take us out of the realm of nerdy and dirty and back into the realm of just regular nerdy. No. I think we're ready to shift gears. No, no we want to stay here. Okay, we want to no, stay here. We yeah. can stay here no, all No, I'm just joking. I will ask all of the questions. No, you you know me, V. We could do it. No, no, no. <laughs> we can, we can <laughs> transition out. I think what's just funny is like, you really threw a you really threw a curveball at us because like we so for those who listen to listen to us regularly we do have a planning session that we do on Thursdays and like Kylie was like oh you know let's talk about what goes through your mind while having sex and then today happened she's like so bionicles let it rip (laughs) (laughs) well because I was like what Well, okay, so the, we were going to talk about a kink first and then what goes okay. through our mind, but I feel like we spent so much time on the kink that I didn't want to eat up the rest of the podcast. So if you still want to hit, like, what goes on through your mind, we could totally do that, but I was just trying to be conscientious of time because the bio thing really, like, I, it, it took me to a place and I didn't know if we would still have time for no, what goes through your mind. You're fine. I think this would be a great subject to revisit when uh, Darian and Sam come back. So, like... Yes, <laughs> next time. Doesn't yeah. sound <laughs> out. <laughs> on the next what episode yeah <laughs> like, 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 uh, Kylie throws a curveball boom boom planning some chicanery yes yeah. <laughs> that was that was incredible you, you literally you, you really got me off guard and now I'm gonna talk to my cybersecurity boyfriend and just be like hey so can you hack into devices when they're in people and he's gonna be like <laughs> one more time <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like, well, if you give it to him on the pod. <laughs> Come again. Come and again. again. And again. And, and again. again. <laughs> All right. Yes. So the next subject was actually going to be pretty basic, um, comparatively. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, man, now I'm just like insecure. I'm just like, don't be insecure. You got this. So I think a good subject to kind of, you know, go away from like the regular nerdy and dirty to now just nerdy is who is your go-to Mario Party character? If you guys have played Mario Party. It's been a long time. Mm. And why? You have to give me why. <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll start. I've always thought for some reason that uh, Toad's, like he was always seen, he always seemed to be faster on Mario Kart. And for some reason, he just seemed like the he was fast and would give me some other some other edge in um in Mario Party, even though it was absolutely not the case. Everyone's the same <laughs> uh, in the earlier ones. So I was I would say Toad, but for no other reason than I'm a child. And I would always switch between Toad and Yoshi, just because I I thought everybody always picked the picked the two brothers, and I would go with Yoshi or Toad on Mario Kart as well. And then I think kind of sub or um, unconsciously, I think I made the same type of connection thinking like, oh yeah, I'll go quicker or I'll, I'll be better on Mario Party because I'm good with these guys on Mario Kart, even though yeah. they have nothing to fucking do with each other. But I think I made a correlation that has nothing, they don't connect. They're two different games, same characters, you know? I, feel- um, I always pick Bowser just for the aesthetic. Yeah, hell yeah. I also with Bowser, I think that there was some other um, other shit in in between Mario Kart that if you ever ran into the back of him because of his fucking shell, you would get you could get like fucked up, and that yeah. would always like upset me greatly. So, salute, salute to you. I need all the help <laughs> I can get. You guys understand? Like my <laughs> video game is weak. It is. <laughs> I need all of the cushions, all the help. Hell help. yeah. Help. Help. You need the additional Help. assets to make you. I need, yes. Asset <laughs> me. It, nerdy Bears is his big boy Bowser. He a snack. He built different. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Bowser right? is built different. <laughs> he was Pickums, bruh. I, I rock with Bowser. I You're identified with Bowser's character. He was Pickums. He was Pickums. Yeah. He was colorful. He had his spikes. Everybody I'm, was hating yeah. on him, but he was low key just. Mm. Yeah. You said you're uh, so you're saying he's just daddy. He's just daddy material. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. He's got his own castle. Show. He's not a plumber. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey. First off, first off, one. Yes, he is a he's a tyrannical ruler from a different area of the of the mushroom kingdom, but also hot, 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 hotty, 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 Scotty to hotty. But then also being a plumber is. Plumbers make more money than most fucking rappers. Let's let's, let's keep true. it fucking quick. So, yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna get a plumber yeah. rapper and see what they make. I mean, like, oh, you ever see? And he's just like rapping while you know fixing your. He's leaves. a plumsy. I love it. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> That's just so fucking rude. The scenario that went through my head is like a, one of your rapper friends is having a financial hard time. And then you go, hey, man, what if you just become a plumber? I mean. I... Hey, <laughs> fix them pipes. 
Mm. Mm. I'm yeah, saying like that, Mike. We 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 all come from a generation where like yes, we got we all got a fucking shorthand. But I will say that there was this. Uh, I remember seeing even when I was a little bit younger, being like, like what's wrong with being a plumber? There was like this whole idea of being like you can't just like a plumber isn't gonna cut it. It's not fulfilling. I'm like motherfucker, you can be a plumber and still work on some shit at night. Like it is like make a plumber and be straight. Or- yeah, you but there's cards, right, too. You can set your own schedule. Yeah. <laughs> they put, I think that has a lot to do with, like, sitcoms, because, like, we saw 10 dudes with, like, huge butt cracks hanging out that we just yeah. think every single plumber has a huge butt crack hanging out. That's, like, exactly. you know, the plumber's crack, and I think that was made, you know, popularized by 1980s, 1990s sitcoms, and it's like, oh, but you're actually making like if you're the top dude, you're making $150 an hour. Like, oh, one day you're making fifteen grand or fifteen hundred dollars. Um, I I can't compare to you, man. Yeah. Like, I, I wish I, I had that crack, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I am also Hello. a fan of this crack is golden. Hello. Yeah. I am expensive. <laughs> you are paying money to see that crack. <laughs> yeah, I'm fixing their leak and I'm pointing behind me, like, you see that crack? <laughs> Money, yeah, that's God's crack. <laughs> All right, living my life like it's crack golden. Watch and listen. <laughs> oh, listen to my take, shorty. Oh, God, cool. <laughs> it comes Bowser. Um, on uh, we who else? Who else didn't answer their their question regarding Mario Party? Well, I I think I didn't, but it's always Peach. I I only like playing Peach for one reason because I like the music and and birthday cake for it, and so. Mm-hmm. Pryor's just I wants mean, a castle, not a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the plunder, the plunder Come on over, baby. Talk about a play on words. Like a plunder chest, it sounds like. It's just basically another way of saying she has a booty. And I think that's like awesome. So Peach got that peach. Peach got yes, a plunder chest. You put, I want a trunk. castle, not a plumber. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I you need a plumber for your castle. I'm just saying. Uh, as someone who's been doing a bunch of renovations in the home, like mm, all of you men working trades, you're golden. I love yeah. you. Thank you for existing. I love you all too. Appreciate you. Wink. I mean, I gotta level up. Eventually, I'll get there. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole new level. Why don't we ever think of like Rosie the Riveter and like with her plumber's crack. Like, that's a whole thing I would do. Um, yeah. Because she had overalls. <laughs> she was like, we're not about that mess. There's spikes. <laughs> These sparks are hot. Like, we're yeah. not getting a hot metal sparks. Yeah. She, Re- Rose River is like, it's... Female, like, images of, like, you know, historically, you know, male-represented trades. Mm-hmm. Like, the electrician comes to your house and it's like, oh, I've come to turn you on. You know, just <laughs> come to grill you, baby. <laughs> uh, it's like, she's like, it's wartime, baby. Rosie River exactly. in this bitch. Uh, <laughs> how about you, Ron? Hey, V, what's, what were you, what's, your, what's your Mario Kart Mario uh, party? So I, for Mario Party, I pick Yoshi. Yoshi is my dude. Mm. every time it's the same reason where i think like yoshi's faster and mm-hmm. has the advantage of like his nose being able to like pound things <laughs> further what? i don't i don't think i don't 
think in Mario Party uh, that you're able to use his tongue, really, but um, it's just kind of nice to just have that leverage. Like, you know how in Street Fighter, like, you have Dulcine with the leverage? Like, yeah. you got a little bit of leverage with yeah, Yoshi. He's, he's like, yeah, stay over there. Stay over there. No, I feel that. <laughs> oh, man. That's after uh, listen after after the nerdy and dirty segment i thought you're gonna take that into a different direction so i was like mentally preparing for whatever you're about to you say. know <laughs> <laughs> you can't mentally prepare for this like yeah. it's, that's the whole point like no there's yeah. no mental you preparation you know she mentioned Yoshi's tongue it's i know she did but i was just i was like where is this gonna go and even then it's like now nah, i feel that um can can i all right now we're now we're on Mar- uh, mario um can can we i've had this i've had this it's not even an argument it's more of like a, a less of a rant and i'll just give the clip notes if some dinosaur turtle kept stealing either my my girlfriend wife friend and then dragging her into uh her them into a fucking castle and i have to come keep finding her i'm sorry i feel like mario should have dealt with bowser a long time ago no disrespect Kylie. I'm just saying. Like, Bowser was a sneaky link, okay? Like, why are we hating on Bowser like this? Not, it's a right. whole lie. He's just out here lying. Bowser was a sneaky link, right? Bruh. Peach isn't the only princess. Like, come on, take your man Toad and and go find, you know, another one. Yeah, so, like, what is okay. the theory here? Is it, like, Peach saying, like, oh, you know, he's just, he won't leave me alone. And oh, then, like, yeah. she gets the text being, like, hey, baby, you want to get captured? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, right. And they, 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 okay, yes. Yeah. So he runs up. He destroys the whole kingdom, getting her. So then, so then Mario has to play with the, clean up the fucking mess. And then by the time, so she's been with his ass for a few weeks. And then by the time she's like, all right, he's a little clingy. I think I'm over it. And she's like, Mario, come and get me. He's like, all right, cool. And then, and then you get Mario sixty four, Mario Sunshine. Mario, <laughs> Mario I think Galaxy. Mario is the the friend zone. I don't probably. Think I don't. Because think about it. How many times have your guy friends have gotten you out of toxic situations? He just keeps cleaning her pipes. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love my friends. <laughs> snake, you know, you call it the snake to clean out the pipes. And, you know, he's got a, he's got that plumber game on lock. <laughs> brings in his brother and they get they get to go double style on it i mean there's a reason that she keeps him around in this world in this double life style. yeah double style. thank you for that sam that, that was, was, that was I, joyous I, that was so joyous yeah 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 i mean they and they don't even have to get paid for that shit they're not expensive they do it for the love of the peach you know? thank you for that sam like I don't know. Sorry, what... uh, I haven't had my coffee. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in rant, sorry, that's where I was at with it. I was just always wondered that. I feel like in any other video game universe, they probably would have had fucking Bowser's head on a goddamn spike, and he's been getting away with it for like thirty years, thirty plus years coming up. So it's part of their role playing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Good cop, kidnap cop. oh you know what they're all just poly okay and they're all all in on it i love it they give each other their whole lives yeah yeah this is why it it takes this is why it takes uh hitting bowser three times because that's the only licks he's willing to get from from mario when he comes up on he runs up on him he's like oh you got through all of my shit all right cool you get three licks and then anything else i'm gonna beat your ass that's the agreement. That's Motherfucker. Rules. <laughs> you get three to look good for your girl. Right? You get three to look good for your girl. Holy shit. Wow, I'm glad we broke this down. It is built. Uh, 
Is Shout this out just dirty? We're back in dirty and dirty. I don't we did. <laughs> we did go back there. We did return. <laughs> mm, it's a good land. <laughs> All is well. It's very important that we got to this point, though. Uh, mm. We understand Mario yeah. and his struggles with Bowser and their love for their peach. Girl needs to stop trifling. I feel it. I'm feeling some <laughs> trifling vibes. Not some peach I shame. Feel... <laughs> yeah, we're all very kink positive here, but you know, I don't know. I just feel like, all right. I wonder Bowser... if they ever sat her down and was like, okay, like both Bowser and Mario team up and go, what's going on? Yeah. Is yeah. she not giving both of their lives purpose, direction, and drive? I think that she is, but Bowser fucking goes, <laughs> but but Bowser goes full scorched earth whenever he, whenever he kidnaps her. That, I think that's my biggest issue. It's not that he's it's not the it's it's not that the sneaky link is trying to pick up the girl on the side. It's that at the beginning of every game he goes full scorched earth. Like, did you ever see the beginning of uh of Mario Galaxy, uh the, the first game? The Mushroom Kingdom gets fucking laid to waste. Hey, man, listen, what y'all do in your own time with your relationship, that's fine. Leave the rest of us the fuck out of it. Like, we just... In her free time, she's hanging out with Toad. <laughs> His voice is just super low. He's like, yeah, come on over here. Mario and they Mouse, grow they again. That's how oh that's how Toad God. sounds in my head. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Toad, Toad Toad historically has been like a fucking ten pack a day smoker. So he sounds yeah, like this to everyone else. But if you're in from the mushroom kingdom, you're like, yo, what up, nigga? What's up? What you doing? You know, it's hey, like you finding Disney princesses on their break. They're just like, what do you want? What do you want? Ah, <laughs> oh, it reminds me of Rod. I'm watching you. I'm always watching. I've always you turned in that paperwork yet. <laughs> I, I digress. Not that is not true. <laughs> I'm a Disney alum, so I have to say they are very much watched on the clock. Keep Disney out of your mouth. They will ascend like the mod box. They can't even say who they are. They have to say what which characters are their friends. Yeah. Who are your friends? I can't tell you that. <laughs> I told you that. I can show I you the world. Shining, <laughs> shimmering, splendid. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> you ain't so never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't. No, that's a different one. You get it. You all get it. My goodness. Ari takes us to the Cave of Wonders, D, okay? Bonjour. 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 Oh my yeah. god. Uh, Life is misery. <laughs> <laughs> and bang. <laughs> oh, oh shit. God. All right. Um, okay. So we are getting to uh, some of our closing parts to this podcast. Uh, for those who've been listening thus far, thank you for dealing with us. <laughs> Lots of good shit. <laughs> Lots of good shit. Um, so before we actually ask uh, Darian and Sam to kind of give us their plugs, um, I actually wanted to do a call to action real quick. So um, as we all know, we are now seeing the media blow up about a war within the Ukraine mm -hmm. from Russia. Not old news. It's very unfortunate news. I'm stressed out. We're all stressed out um, because like, you know, we just don't know how our country in the United States is going to participate 
president says one thing, but he has historically has done other shit. So, um, with that all being said, um, as much as I would like to kind of focus, like, you know, the main support, like, you know, if you find any places that are doing any, uh, donations for your cane, go ahead and help out. However, um, my woes are actually going to be more focused for the black people in the Ukraine who've been done dirty. Mm -hmm. So, um, extra dirty, extra dirty. So racism does not take a fucking break, um, especially in moments of dire need. So um, with that being said, um, the TLDR and Darian, if you want to like chime in here as well, because I saw you posting as well about it. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Africans in the Ukraine. Basically what's been going on is at the borders, but at the Polish border and other borders, um, Africans have been um, pushed off of trains, been not allowed to pass the border, have walked eight plus hours to get out of the Ukraine because of the war. And um, even though they're getting pushed out, it's not because of capacity. They're just prioritizing the white people of the Ukraine. So um, because they are like the Ukraine's motto is we got to save our own. And I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) So but then have the nerve to try and force like the black people who are there to try and fight for yeah. Ukraine. They're like, yeah. here, have a gun and fight. And he's like, for why though? Why? I'm not Ukrainian and you won't let me leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get yeah. the fuck out of here. I was just a student, bro. Um, and yeah. also like, you're forcing me to stay because you are seeing my life as disposable. Mm-hmm. 100, we got to remind ourselves that this is why Black Lives Matter has become a movement because Black Lives do matter and people are not seeing that. So yeah. So with that being said, um, there is a GoFundMe if you guys want to go check it out. Uh, it's support Black people fleeing the Ukraine. They have exceeded their goal, um, but if you would like to go ahead and donate, I recommend so. And also bring awareness to what's going on. Like definitely like any reports that you see. I learned this a little bit too late, but there is a hashtag Africans in Ukraine. Keep uplifting the stories and keep talking about this because what they're going to do is the media is going to continue to say like, Oh, the strength of the Ukraine people. They're so brave. Their president has been amazing throughout this whole thing. Yada, yada, la di da like all this bullshit. And they're going to cover up the dirty that they've been doing with, um, you know, those of melanin, uh, those of the yeah. global majority. So, yes, mm-hmm. please, please do what you can to try to uplift these stories. It's it's awful. So any yeah. other comments, y'all? Yeah, the the sharp double standard in how the media covers it has been it was like was was the second most uh, like disheartening and upsetting thing for me. Um, but yes, uh, off right off the bat, like just like like you said, racism doesn't take a break. And I was just don't know why I was surprised. I was just thinking like it's a war. Everyone's trying to get out, but you motherfuckers will stick. Will take take time out of your day as your homes are being bombed as your hospitals are being babies are being born in fucking bomb shelters hospitals are being destroyed and you're gonna look at a person with melanin the skin and be like not not you yet or not you at all and then like you said try and give them a gun trying to fight and shit which is absolutely fucking despicable um yeah uh you said everything that needs to be said on it i would just say like the shark the 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 sharp double standard in the way that they cover the the Ukrainian, uh, the war happening in Ukraine again, solidarity, but then the way that they um, talk about the the wars that have perpetuated in the Middle East, in Syria, in uh, Iraq, and Iran, and uh, in, in almost like in a dehumanizing way, just being like, yeah, they're not worth our our um, 
they're worthy of our contempt, but but they're worthy of our they're worthy of our contempt, but not but not our love. And and the way that we will talk about those things happening there, and they just and and at the time, like when I first saw it, I was like, "There's no fucking way, seriously," because this is our first war. I've we we've been wars for a long fucking time that we've all been seeing and that have been happening the entire time. Uh, but now that this one is happening in a predominantly white country, and uh, just it just it just really fucking just broke my heart. I just sat there and like in absolute disbelief. I'm like, things are burning around you the fucking the wolves are closing in and you motherfuckers aren't going to be like no us first fuck you <laughs> well, Sorry, I mean, yeah. even if it's not like no us first it's the surrounding countries right so you poland hungary mm-hmm. um and belarus and, yeah romania yeah. and so it was like seeing all of these people actually just being stopped at the border too mm-hmm. so it's like now it's not even just like ukraine yeah it's just you're like oh all everyone and then they didn't start letting people in until they had contracts with ghana and nigeria in place to actually fly these people back so like Mm -hmm. oh now that you're not going to stay here and we're not going to have to like be responsible for like feeding you or sheltering you um now we'll let you through now that we can like get you out go back to africa guys um the literal um so bruh uh ghana was the first country to welcome home students nigeria is on board um there's a bunch of other nations that are it's 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 savia savia out here i did see sam that you were about to say something i i kind of missed it me well i was i was just saying like the um on what darian was saying um like it's like the way that they put it out on the news is that those wars are like lesser than because this is a predominantly white, uh, you know, and, and I, I guess I, after Dar- Danny and I were like talking about that last week and then I was like thinking about it, I'm like, the coverage is so much different with these things that have been going on in our world for so long that we have known about, but now that this is going on, we just, it, it, it it's crazy how you just see the coverage so much differently, but I, I have a different, um, you know, I see it in from a different perspective, and um, I it, it just it, it hurts my heart. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's I mean, truly painful. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, Kylie. Well, I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say so. Um, like the other thing that that really gets to me is that these they're mainly students primarily um Mm -hmm. people who are working on trying to complete their master's degree because these programs literally don't exist um where they are from originally the infrastructure is just not there um at that universal level so a lot of these people it's just like the schools have all of their paperwork right so you've spent 10 plus years working Mm -hmm. in your field and now what do you do like you're your whole your whole life is just is up in the fucking a, a question mark it's, yeah. it's a huge yeah. question mark um but people we people of the global majority we're incredibly resilient and i do want that to be a message that sticks with people that mm-hmm. um even through like times of tragedy like people are going to persevere people are going to find ways to find the silver lining and like create something incredible out of this i feel like it's going to make education far more accessible people are going to start finding ways to build more like interconnections and i think it's really 
solidifying us as like a global people now mm-hmm. because people are more aware. Um, so I'm glad that like those conversations are starting at least and people are reaching out and finding ways to support one another just finding ways to support one another yeah whether you're able to donate or you know be physically there and all all that like all that it's like no matter what it's like it's still like we we all contain multitudes we can have we can be fucking angry about the anti-blackness but also in full solidarity of the ukrainian people being like y'all don't deserve that but also this other shit's fucking whack as well (laughs) so and um and like and uh, i thankfully i haven't seen too many and this is a in terms of like how people have been digesting it there hasn't been too many of the the what about ism arguments it's like no like they they all exist at the same time <laughs> yeah and they're all worthy of, of being concerned about and showing i mean the what about somalia arguments are so Mostly real like, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 they're real they're real they're like and i was like and, not, and like and they're not and like but it's just like generally sometimes those what about isms it's like it's like sometimes they are thrown up as a fucking straw man and i'm just kind of like i see a straw man i'm going to move it over here you'd be like this is not the fucking point i hear see what you're saying but this is not the same but yeah so yeah yep Shut all wars matter you're welcome all right but yes please uplift the messages uh, in response to our convo here it would be the best because it's so it's again when these conversations die down when it's people are like oh racism's cured which is not true then a, yeah. a new thing developments to slap those in the face to think like oh actually it's still happening it's not cured mm-hmm. anyhow so big move monday big move monday is a segment that we shout out our local faves um one of those faves that we want to shout out and specific specifically is lux LuxCon artist and Schaefer the dark lord speaking of music and tours happening it is happening so like they just launched their tour for this year please nice. catch them they're they're gems they're wonderful Schaefer has very like sexy positive rhymes and raps and funny things to add on to that and lex is just like a huge nerd um and was like a graduate of uc berkeley so like it's just really cool so to be more formal because i'm terrible at reading uh <laughs> everyone's bios i'm going to do this correctly this time so Schaefer the dark lord is a new york-based rapper drummer and comedian with material best suited for nerdy and hedonistic audiences with manic energy feeling cartoonishly commanding a stage present std skewers such topics as substance abuse sexual compulsion urban anxiety and obsessive cat enthusiasm lex the lexicon artist is a former academic achiever overachiever turned shamelessly nerd turned shamelessly into a nerdy rapper combining influences of internet culture asian culture cringe culture and fandom culture their explosive live performances explore the gamut of human experience through a bold and irrelevant lens so kudos to them this was this was me trying to snap not to say money but <laughs> please give them money uh like, go give them the, money yeah buy their merch it's great it's fun um and they'll be on tour uh right now till about uh early april so like you know just visit their websites and we'll have them all linked uh in the description for our next uh episode launch so yeah so that kind of covers it um oh last but not least tell us about food for worms yes yeah uh, uh okay hi well, we'll, we'll talk, first talk off, about yourself talk about our... yourselves <laughs> We're incredibly awkward uh, right off the bat, <laughs> you know, despite whatever you've been hearing um, throughout this episode. 
Uh, me and Sam are both from uh, both from a little town called St. Cloud, Minnesota, and we've been friends for a couple of twenty years now. Um, and the po- the, the the podcast, the pandemic, kind of just put us all in a in a new headspace in terms of just like like will they will they will they won't they die and <laughs> and uh and just certainty kind of made made us yeah. feel uh, like it's time to like maybe put something out even if it doesn't change anything which i mean we don't assume that we will yeah. um <laughs> yeah. but I mean, putting out something hopefully that you know could be positive or um maybe a release for somebody is kind of our yeah. aim i guess yeah, we're the podcast. We we chat out. We pick. We usually pick like a topic or topics in um in a in a conversational format, and we talk about just uh, the different things that ail us or things that we enjoy. And uh, we talk about music, TV, uh, pop culture in general. Um, we have little segments where we do like uh, we do a thing where you take you have a movie and then you take out all the human you like keep all the human characters except for one is a muppet or everyone's a muppet except for one human so we we do goofy shit like that (laughs) and we talk about life love stress setbacks all of it and we try to talk about from a lens of our own perspectives but we bring in other guests so we had we had a v on here recently lovely good thank you for coming on and we had a lot of fun um uh but it's it's people from all 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 fucking walks of life um we have we've had our dear friend uh, Lacey Hunt, who is a death walker. We call her. <laughs> she's a it's the death doula. But uh, we have other folks from the industry that I work in. We have folks from back in our hometown that well, we grew up in a kind of a punk rock uh, indie scene, um, as best as you can describe that in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Uh, but we um, yeah, but, in but, Central Minnesota, very there's the 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 one scene that we could. We're very lucky to have found it. Otherwise, I don't know what would have happened. What we would have done. Um, but being able to like have these conversations about like well, how the thing, how things were back then, and then how we've all grown to, into now has been very enlightening, and um, gives us all a different perspective. Because like the party, the party isn't over. The party just changed, <laughs> and we're and that's that's part of a lot of the the lightheartedness of the conversations that we have. So. Food for worms. We're yeah. we're you can find us almost everywhere except for Twitch. <laughs> so <laughs> so. We, a lot of times it's just like I don't know. D and I are so different and so similar at the same time. So you'll get kind of like two different maybe outlooks on the same thing, and then we come to usually like an agreement. Or D and I are very okay with arguing with each other or just chatting about something. Um, you know, we don't hit topics on that are too touchy for for Darren and I to hit. We're, we're so I think I think times, touchy. You can, you can tell when it's a fucking joke. You can tell when it, we're <laughs> we're very fucking silly and candid, and and um, we don't try to make it too um, rigid by yeah. by being over the top serious with yeah. one another. I feel. Like. I and know. I guess, and to get some clarification on the the touchy bit, it's not that it's touchy. There's just there are things that like unless we have a third person that can give us that kind of perspective, we try we do our best to stay the fuck in our lane, so we're not talking out of our ass on shit. <laughs> so so it's like I, I, out of my ass at the same time. Yeah, too. Sam Sam will do that, but it's like I'm like there are some things that we just don't. We're not like we don't have the tools for that because we haven't had that experience. So we actively search for people that do that do have that, so we can talk about it. So we can, we can get their perspective. So we can broaden our own. And then have a good time and just chat it out. So, yeah. Food for worms. Hi. <laughs> Hi and sorry. Hi and sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, it, it's a it's a real good podcast. Very um very uh 
I don't want to call it easy listening to dilute it, but it's really good listening. Like I, I can just it's put it on and, and like do my work and like, you know, stop for a second and be like, oh, that was really cool. And then I keep doing the thing. I think, <laughs> I think when you guys did the year, the, the year recap, that was great. Cause like I got to hear everything in, in a highlight and the, and the coffee situation still speaks out to me the most. Like pour overs oh, are significant to French presses. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, there's this ongoing bit about the I, I drink fucking Folgers coffee, which is some bullshit. All right, Sarah and, and Maxwell House on it, D. And Maxwell, and yeah. Do. I don't appreciate that joke. That's a bad joke, Josh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Folgers to Darian's Maxwell House. That's our that's our uh, relationship. Oh, I hate that entirely. I'm sorry, buddy. Darian <laughs> <laughs> a photo one day of. Uh, I was in the, the grocery store and there was a can of Maxwell next to Folgers and I was like, it's us in, in our, <laughs> our natural environment. Yeah. Ebony and Ivory, back at it. So I love it. <laughs> I was just thinking of that dumb food movie. I forgot what it was called, but it had like Seth Rogen in it and like a couple of other people. Oh, oh God, yeah, I remember that. That movie was good yeah. for the trailer alone because you're thinking like, there's no way this is real, and then they made a movie out of it, and it was no. Yeah, someone spent money on that. Yeah, someone spent money on that. But <laughs> I was just thinking like, you two would be the two characters of like the Maxwell and the Folgers coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely would. Just bitching about which shitty coffee is better than the other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right, well, that comes to a close today. Thank you so much for joining Lady Blurred Sings the Blues and Food for Worms crossover episode. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can find this episode archived here on Twitch. I will upload a version on YouTube as well. And you can also find the audio recording on SoundCloud, Apple Pods, Spotify, or whatever favorite podcast app that you like listening to your podcasts on. You can follow us on Instagram at Lady Blurred's Podcast. You can now also follow us on Twitter at Lady Blurred's Pod. So you can find us there. And also don't forget to follow Daria and Sam at Food for Worms. You can guys find them there as well. And you mm -hmm. can see when they release their episodes and whatnots. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think that covers it today. Thank you all so much for joining us. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Yeah, you too. Can I, can I just say one last thing? Really yeah, quick? I almost clicked the outro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you could be anywhere you chose to be here. Check on your strong fence. Tell people you love them. Remember, you can't take any of this shit with you. So don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Get it? Don't be a dick. I love you guys. I'm glad I got to meet all of you. And um, I love you. And uh, uh, I love you. Yeah. yeah uh, love. Uh, love. Love. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> My neighbors must supposed to think I'm insane. <laughs> right. Love it. Bye. 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 Bye.